Hey everyone, thanks for joining me once again as we continue walking through the strange Paradiso. So tonight, as promised, we are walking with a new person who has decided to um, come on to the show and we are going to discuss some current events as well as some creepy and mysterious things that she has experienced in her life. So this is my very good friend. And uh, let us start with some current events. Okay. <laughs> Where would you like to start? I want to start with um, the heating oil thing that oh. you first told me about. Yeah. Um, well, I recently... Um have moved back to a much warmer climate, so I will not be impacted by this. But two winters ago, I was paying, um, and it was early fall, I think for home heating oil, it was like $1.89 a gallon. And then during the winter, it went up oh, about a dollar more. So it was around $2.89, something like that for home heating oil. Well, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was perusing on one of the social media accounts and there was a young man that I know from my hometown who's very honest and he had just filled up his oil barrel and he published that he had paid $6.58 per gallon for home heating oil and he was told that by probably January or so, as winter is really setting in, that he can plan for it to be well over $7 a gallon. I also have a girlfriend back there who, she has a farmhouse, and she just had her oil barrel filled up. She spent $975 for, I think it was 125 gallons, something like that. And um, that will not get her through the winter. It's a big old farmhouse. That will probably get her through a month and a half. That's two to it. two months, that's it. Because of the size of her farmhouse and it's older. And yes, yes, to get her through the winter. So, you know, my concern is all of these people, um, they cannot afford that. And I know that there are some home heating oil programs that are state funded that will help, but usually you have to apply for those like late spring um, for the year before, and they only have so much money in the pool. And when that funding is gone, there's no more help. So that's only going to help a certain amount of people. Right. Which is probably going to be primarily the really low income people and a lot of uh, fixed income people like your senior citizens, things like that, who apply for the HEAT program. So I don't know what this winter is going to bring for not just New England, where I moved from, but all of these um, northern states. What is going to happen? I mean, the price of gasoline for the vehicles has come down some. Um, I understand that other states are better than where we're at right now. Um, but 
like here we don't have to worry about home heating oil, but what is going to take place in this country, in the northern half? We may not have to worry about home heating oil here mm -hmm. in California, but we're going to have to worry about something else. It's, oh, well, yeah. Everything <laughs> works out that way. We don't know what it is yet, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe we are going to experience a colder winter than normal. I mean, look at our summer. I know. We have never had this many days of, in a row of humid, hot weather. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed the humidity. Yeah. Um, which I don't rem I remember probably in August in previous years, there would be a few days where it would feel kind of humid. Yeah. But not like what is going on now. We've had, what, seven, eight weeks of humidity? I was complaining that the back of my neck hasn't the back of my neck hasn't been dry for weeks. I had to wear my hair up, which I don't like to do. Right, right. But the southeastern quadrant of this country, and even all the way up into New England this year, the humidity there, like what we're experiencing in humidity here, is nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Comparatively speaking, I mean they're having temperatures that are. Oh, in the high 90s at times with 99% uh, humidity mm -hmm. on top of that. Um, when I was traveling out here and I went south first and I went to Alabama and um, I got out of my car and I was like, I felt like I wanted, I, I couldn't breathe really well. And it was just because the air was so close. I felt like I was being choked by it. Yeah, it's so dense with moisture. When yes. I lived in uh, Texas, yes. close to the Gulf, it was like that. The humidity was horrible. But uh, the thing about that is it was even humid in the winter. Mm -hmm. So you were freezing and you were wet also. Right, right. Yeah, it was always humid. Right. But um, look what's happening in Georgia. And I don't know, now we're going to get into a little bit of maybe um, theory some mm -hmm. some of that but people are saying that it's because of um weather manipulation okay well i've read a little bit about that yeah and apparently or supposedly this has been going on mm -hmm. since world war ii they have found out that they are able to manipulate the weather mm -hmm. so say for example you are holding back rain and certain things that are supposed to happen here in California, well, it's like pushing on a balloon. You're going to take the air out of this side, but it has to go somewhere. Right. And so that's why you have these things happening in other parts of the country mm -hmm. because of what, I mean, you're manipulating things that are, are nature. Right, right. Well, if you do some research on the internet, if it's still there, um, I did a few years ago, and there was this entire um, research that I did on weather manipulation and this weather machine, mm -hmm. which I believe was up in Alaska, mm -hmm. that our government um, controls. Was that, was that HARP? H-A-A-R-P? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I haven't looked at that, looked it up for a long time, so I don't know if it's even still... Um, you know, out there. I don't know. Um, do you remember there used to be this show on TV with Jesse Ventura? 
and he would talk about all oh, yes. these different things. <laughs> yes. And he mentioned harp. Uh-huh. Um, I believe that it's true. I believe that there is that device or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But and now, I guess they're saying that, okay, well, we have um, better things to use now. Harp is old technology. Mm-hmm. And they probably yeah, well, do. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think that what they have done is they still use Harp, mm-hmm. but maybe they have just tweaked it so that it's more, um, you know, they can do more with it. Maybe they can pinpoint locations better with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I just feel that we're being manipulated um, as a society. And it very, very much has to do with um, controlling the masses and um, population control. Well, if, you, if we look back just in our lives we can see exactly for where it started for us. Mm-hmm. Because when I look back, just, I mean, it's a long time ago, but it's actually recent history, mm-hmm. the murder of JFK. Correct. And many people say, oh, well, that's when uh, America lost its innocence and, you know, the end of Camelot and all this stuff. Well, I think that that was a traumatic event Mm -hmm. that's why people still remember what they were doing on that day when they heard about it oh absolutely yeah so ever since then we can see things that happened that were traumatic like Mm 9-11 you'll always remember what you were doing when you heard about that (laughs) yeah i know and there are other things as well that have happened right better Princess Diana. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, that came on TV. I was like, what? I know. I know. It's There are certain things. And um, our society has very, very, very much changed. Um, I feel that we are losing our country. Um, and there's a lot more control. Um, just like the incident in um, Colorado. Yeah, let's talk about that. And you're the one, okay? I didn't know about this. And I, you told me this maybe, what, last week sometime? Yeah. Maybe at least five days ago. Yeah. And I, now I, I hear about this, like, yesterday. So let's get into that a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, my understanding of it, from what I've read and heard, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, the electric company in the state of Colorado, they put together an incentive program. And they sent out, um, I guess, a mass mailing to their customer base and um, offered them like $100 um, to sign up for their energy conservation program. And I think in addition to that $100, it was another $25 a year or something like that. And, you know, times are really, really tough for a lot of families and stuff. So they didn't read the fine print, and they signed up for the program. And 
one day last week, the temperature in the state rose to 90 degrees. Uh, families did not realize when they signed up for this program exactly what was going to happen. They were, you know, happy to be part of the conservation program. They didn't realize that the electric company was sending out um, their team and they were putting locks on their, I think it was their electrical box or something like that that would control the thermostat to their homes. And so when the temperature hit 90 degrees, they put a lock on their entire customer base that had signed up for this program. And they set their thermostats, they locked them at 78 degrees. And people tried to override the thermostat and they were not able to do that because it was being controlled. And they signed up for it. Right. Like and you said, they didn't read right. what they, they were signing. They didn't read the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think if you receive any type of an incentive now from your utility companies, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you definitely want to read the fine print, even if it might be a little bit of a money savings or something like that. Just um, really take the time because that's very scary. Yeah, you're handing it over right. to an unseen entity. I mean, a corporation, yeah. mm -hmm. something like that. So what you're doing is you are giving your options away. Right. So selling your soul for a few pieces of silver is never a good idea. And that's kind of like what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to something that I heard about. And I know that what you're saying is true because I actually heard it on the mainstream like yesterday, like I said, I was like, whoa, wait a minute here. But I didn't know it happened in Colorado. I was thinking yeah. it happened around here. No, it was in Colorado. Well, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Right. That's what really surprised me was it wasn't in California. I mean, when I was back east, all I kept hearing about was um, California, 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 and how bad it is. And, so, and, and yeah, it's got its problems. I would definitely agree with that. But I think a lot of people are getting caught up in the fact that California is supposed to be so bad and all of the other states maybe are so good and there are thousands and thousands of people who are leaving California and they're going to other states and they're finding that maybe it wasn't quite as nice as they thought it was gonna be when they got there. I see that with a lot of people who for some reason believe that Texas is the place to be. Right. Now, I'm not bashing anyone who wants to go there, but the thing about Texas is that I know a lot of people want to go there because they believe that it is a conservative state, but it really isn't. Texas, right. there are pockets, exactly. just like in California. Right, there are pockets. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the whole state, no, I'm going to move to a red state. Well, Texas is not... Right. Red. Texas was um, very blue at one time because, um, and I'm trying to remember, what was her name? Uh, this was several years ago, and she was, was she the governor? Or she was a, a blonde lady, oh. older lady. Do you remember what her name was? Is, is that the lady? No, no. 
That's Arizona. I don't remember what her name was, but I, I vaguely remember her. Yeah. And um, Texas was a blue state. Yeah, yeah. There are areas of, I mean, the place is so big. It's as right. big as a country. Oh, yeah. So there, there are areas mm-hmm. that are red. But to say that, oh, we're going to escape, because that's what they're calling it to Texas, mm-hmm. is, I mean, you really have to do your research. Also, the weather in Texas is so erratic. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, they lost power in these different areas of Texas. When it was freezing, right. because it gets cold out there. They have yeah, the Arctic. The windmills. Yeah, they got the Arctic chill or whatever it's mm-hmm. called that comes down. I know, I lived there. Mm-hmm. It was like unbelievable. And yeah. every year, even back then, when it would be at its coldest, the power would always go out every year. And the whole place mm-hmm. is electric. Your stove's electric. Your heating's electric. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I remember... Even if you were not home all day long, Mm -hmm. because I was at school. Mm -hmm. My dad was at work. Mm -hmm. We weren't home until the evening. And this was like back in the 80s. Our electric bill was like 300 and something dollars in the 80s. Yes. Wow. It's like, how? Who's here? Right. Well, listen to this one. Speaking of electric. (laughs) There's an app called Neighbor. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, I downloaded it onto my phone. And so I've been just reading some of the stuff on it. And it's um, all your neighbors, basically. Um, You put in your zip code and um, a lot of your neighbors. You'll find out what's going on in your neighborhood and the things to watch out for, etc. That's how I heard about um, the Coyote Pack. Mm. Okay. But anyway, so there was a lady on there, and she said that she and her husband um, decided they wanted to save money on their electric bill. They have a house that um, she said is about 3,000 square feet. And so they invested in solar panels. And she had just gotten her first electric bill, solar electric. And it was $650 here in town. And her projected one for next month was seven hundred and fifty. Yes, for solar and solar electric. And she said, "Anybody else? <laughs> Did anyone else invest in solar panels, or is there something wrong?" And another lady came on in town here, and she said, "No." She said, "We do the same thing, and we're getting the same kind of electric bills too. We can't afford to pay them now." Well, what is the point? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a surcharge? I have no idea. I I don't know how it works. Because I know that one of my neighbors Mm -hmm. was talking about there's some kind of charge. And I don't remember what it was because my husband was talking to them. Mm -hmm. It was one of these people either on the corner or right over here that was saying, oh, yeah, well, you still have to pay for this and that. So it's like, all right, what is the point? I don't know. And you have to have... I don't know. It has to be big enough to even be worth it. Like over here, they put like this little patch of solar mm-hmm. for that big old house. I don't know how much good it's going to do or why they did it. But um, I don't know. I guess for some people it works. I don't know. I, I yeah. know nothing about it. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's the, 
the windmill issue, and I, I heard this on the news the other night, up in Northern California where one of the wildfires is, mm-hmm. they have a lot of windmills. Yes. And the smoke from the fire is blocking the sun. Yeah. And it's doing something with the wind, so the windmills are not working. That's what happened in Texas. I think the windmills froze. Right, they froze yeah. in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So when you look for any type of uh, energy like that, I mean, you. I guess if you're willing to um, freeze or be really, really hot, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I think that there needs to be a lot more um, focus on resolving all of the issues with alternative means of energy before they just start really pushing people to switch over. Well, the thing about it that I don't like is that they're taking away any options that we may have right right now. Like, okay, we should have a right to choose. Mm -hmm. My car, my choice. Right. You know, what what we drive, where we live. Right. If we have solar or not, if you want it, okay, fine, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, but to be forced into mm-hmm. certain things without doing enough research about them, and look what's happening. California, mm-hmm. I mean, it gets up to 96 degrees, mm-hmm. and, oh, you can't charge your car, and you can't use your washer. Right, no major appliances. So, you know, if you're married, you have a husband and... You have a couple of children, and you both work, and you come home from work, and most likely with the commutes out here, you're not going to get home before six o'clock at night. Yeah. And so now you need to um, cook dinner. Oh well, too bad you can't cook. Right, right. Well, that's a major appliance, and um, you might need to wash a load of clothes. Oh well, gotta wait until midnight. Yeah, and if you invested in an electric car. Um, Can't charge it. Right. We don't want you charging it. And um, so how do you get to work and how do you get your children squared away to school and how do you feed them and all that? This may bring actually all of this into focus for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right. All of the, uh, what's happened here with the fires, now with the things that happened last year in the cold. Mm-hmm. People stuck in traffic and how the electric cars, you know, they had to, like, move them out of the way and things like this. Yeah. But, I mean, that that's all a person's choice. They want it, okay, then that's what you have the right. Mm-hmm. But when they start taking that away, that's when I have a, a problem with that whole thing. Now, I want to talk about what you mentioned about the heating, okay, and the cooling of the, the houses and so on and how they were taken away from people and now they've been taken over and on the news they called it big brother they said oh now big brother is controlling the temperature of your house right and i want to say it was from like ktla or one of those regular news channels so i was just like wow well apparently what's happening right now in the swiss now are not going to be able to heat their houses above 66 degrees Mm -hmm. this winter well that's what i've been waiting to hear um that's my my suspect because i think that this excuse me issue in colorado was an experiment and 
I was like, okay, so that was for the really hot temperatures in the AC. So now we're going into the winter season in a lot of states and very much of the world. And now we're going to see what happens on the flip side of this. Is this going to be hypothermia? Yeah. Winter? Yes, but, but it gets worse, okay? Yeah. It gets worse. So this is your thermostat. You can't heat your house above 66. You're in the middle of winter. Switzerland, all right? So now, okay, so you have wood. So you're going to go and burn your wood in your fireplaces. And I'm sure they have fireplaces that can heat your house there because right. it's a very cold climate. Right. But if their wood brings their house over 66 mm -hmm. now they are in violation they can do jail time you're kidding me. no matter how you heat your house to above 66 we are talking jail time isn't this crazy yes and this is true this, this this is the global global society that um we're looking at a global society because um, that is the agenda is that is why I believe our southern border is wide open okay and they really don't care who's coming across that border whether they are Hispanics whether they are from Turkey where they're from and I believe and it's just like the prison system did you see that? I saw that on the uh, my the internet that uh, Newsom he has been wanting to open the prison in Northern California and release all of the prisoners, and there was a huge lawsuit against it. Well, there's a judge up there that just threw it out, and he now has the permission to open up all the prisons. And let all the prisoners out. So you have to look at who benefits. Yeah. Because this isn't done be out of the kindness of his heart. No. It's not done because all these people are imprisoned and they're innocent. Mm -hmm. There is an agenda mm -hmm. and who benefits from this. Mm -hmm. Just like who benefits from controlling someone's thermostat. Well, it, it is the very, there's a very select group of people, okay, that have bought into um, being evil, um, not caring about their fellow citizen, and they're very power hungry and very money hungry. And they have been made promises, and I believe all this. I mean, I can never, probably never prove any of it, um, but I feel that they feel that they are the elitists and that they yeah, yeah. have been made a promise as part of the globalists of the world to control the masses and reduce, when we talked about this years ago, mm -hmm. and reduce um, society, the population, and it's much more manageable that way. This, the thing is, though, 
if it ever reaches that point, what I believe that the Newsoms of the world, etc., are going to find out is that they were pawns. Well, the thing about this is that when you do this, now this is treachery, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's like you're going to go against your neighbors, your mm -hmm. constituents, okay? Your, right. your people. Right. For this agenda, for this handful of, or this group of um, whatever you want to call them. I call them entities mm -hmm. because they just go against human nature. Oh, yeah. You know? So who's going to be the first people to be offed, whatever, whacked, whatever you want to call them? It's going to be, like you said, the nuisance of the world because they cannot be trusted. Right. They've already proven they can't be trusted. Right. Right. But they're so blinded mm. by power and right. and things like that and twisting and the screws mm -hmm. on people mm -hmm. that they they don't see that. Right. And we have um a generation that is being brought up to squeal. Yeah. on their neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? Um, because I talk to different people every, every day and because mm -hmm. of uh, the work that I do and things like that. It's amazing to me how many young people, and I'm talking about 17-year-olds, um, mm -hmm. you know, 16, 17, who just know so much. It just blows me away. Mm -hmm. They're not... Um, blind to the fact of what's happening so many of them mm -hmm. it's like how do you know all this yeah so how do we what makes the difference do you think as far as the ones that are not blinded by it and the ones who are blinded by it as far as in schools etc do you think i think that their home life has Parents. a lot the right Right, which is part of the reason why um, the school, the teachers' union, etc., have been trying to grab control of the children, and the parents should have no say. Well, it was told. This was told to me maybe about five years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That. Um, what is one of the things that they, the agents of, of people who do this kind of thing, mm -hmm. would like to do is actually um, do away with homeschool. Oh, yeah, they would love to do, and charter schools. They want yes. to get rid of both. Yes. Um, they don't want children to be able to be homeschooled. And the, they want all children to be going to the public schools unless they are the privileged group and their children can go to private school. Yeah, because they will never face the things that us peons out here right. face on a daily basis. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not like um, one to get into a lot of politics or anything like that, mm -hmm. like when I'm discussing things on here, but it is a very strange 
society and world that we're living in right now. So it does fit in with a strange paradiso. And um, I see these people making all of these stupid bullshit rules mm-hmm. for us. Right. But it does not, they're, they're not meant for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. They do, they do not adhere right. to any of these rules. Right. And, and part of it is because, generally speaking, um, it's a very spoiled society. And um, people, they haven't, and I'm not speaking of the general population, okay? I'm speaking of the privileged that have, they've become so spoiled that they want to complain about everything. They want to um, control everything. And things that should be of no importance to them are suddenly extremely important. And I think part of it's because they're so spoiled. I mean, when you could start buying $9 million dining room tables and <laughs> different yeah. stuff like that, yeah. um, you know, it's a pretty crazy world. It really is. And it's going to come down to this. And I've said this before. I mean, we spoke about stuff like this mm-hmm. back a long time ago, mm-hmm. that it's going to become just so uh, draconian. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like we talk about options. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, well... We can even control the toothpaste you use. Mm-hmm. While you used to have all different kinds of toothpaste that you could choose from. Oh, I remember you talking to me about that. Yeah. We talked about this 10, yes. 12 years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. now, no. Mm-hmm. You can only use, use this because it's better for you and we say it is, or you can use this. But right. you have no choice. Right. Now, in a free society, mm-hmm. okay, options come with that right so where are they when they're pushing you into a little like you know Mm -hmm. okay now you go in this gate Mm -hmm. and you follow everyone else Mm -hmm. so we're all the same well that is kind of like one of the tenets of communism right right and they started that with the um everyone gets a trophy yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) so it's like it doesn't matter if you win or lose Right. <laughs> well, then why am I playing? I don't want to play so that I'm busting my butt out here uh-huh. and this person who just wants to play with their fingers because they're lazy mm-hmm. wins a dang trophy. No. Right. I know. I know. So it, what it does is it takes away mm-hmm. people's ambition mm-hmm. and it just kind of like makes you not care. Correct. I have found myself like that at times where you know what i just don't care but then i have to like get it together well you have to care because there was a word that you said to me many many years ago probably was like in 2004 complacency oh complacency yes yes you said you know how we got here and i was like no and you said because of complacency right and i was just like you know what yeah yeah, because we were talking about voting. I said, you know what? I don't vote because it doesn't matter and this and that. And you were like, yeah, you know, complacency. And I was like, guilty. No, I'm guilty. <laughs> I know. 
I know, but it's hard. Um, you know, there are times when you just really want to be complacent. You just want to say, let me just kick back here and not worry about it all, you know? And, um, but if you really allow that and you just become more and more complacent, then um, that is fodder for the fire. Yeah, actually, yeah. And it, the other thing that it does is it, what do we have to leave the next generations? I know. What, what is there for them to look forward to? Mm-hmm. Even right now. Oh, I know. Like, I know. think about being a teenager. Like, right. what do you have to look forward to? And this is what people are telling me. Oh, well, um, if you go to college, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you're going to have a career that cannot be done by AI. Mm-hmm. So now they're dwindling, okay? Once again, we got that word options. Mm-hmm. They're talking about in the future. They're not going to need any lawyers. They're not going to need any attorneys. Maybe a couple of them, but everything else can be done. You can go online. Right. And you can pretty much do your own thing, and it tells you what to do. And right. all you got to do is go to somebody to put their stamp on it and make sure that it, everything is spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, a good job would be to be an IRS agent. Yeah, yeah, and now they're taking them to the lots of those. Taking them to the range and teaching them how to shoot too. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you gotta carry a sidearm. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> well, they're even saying, all right, doctors uh-huh. that there in the future is going to be holographic doctor visits mm-hmm. and things like this. And when you look, all right, at music, mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago. This is like when. Um, CDs, mm-hmm. right? When they first started coming out. Right. And I was like, man, what's next? They're going to just pull music out of the sky. <laughs> and I said that to my sister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's like, guess what? Pulling music out of the sky. Yes. Yes. So when you look at the whole um, medical care thing mm-hmm. and holographic doctor visits, and it's like, I think it's possible. Right. Well, well, you know, there are surgeries and they, they're being performed and they have been for a while now um, because the hospital corporation that I was working for back east, <clears throat> excuse me, um, they were doing robotic surgeries. Yeah. yeah. And we had patients that were being operated on by robotics. Yes. And the doctor was actually like in France, okay? And he was just sitting at the computer um, telling the robot what to do. Yeah, it's just like drones, okay? Right. Like, you're not gonna need a whole bunch of cops on the highway. You're just gonna have drones. They're talking about food delivery. From these little things that are going to come and deliver your food. So little by little, we are seeing the end of certain types of like entry-level jobs. Jobs that teenagers would do in the summer. Remember right. that? Like yes. a lot of teenagers yes. working at like McDonald's and places like that. Right. Well, mm-hmm. now, because of the illustrious governor of California mm-hmm. saying uh, $22 an hour mm-hmm. and above for fast food workers, mm-hmm. which, all right, on paper, it looks really good. I'm going to tell you, it's very attractive, Mm -hmm. and who doesn't want to make more money? Mm -hmm. But in reality, Mm -hmm. now, 
they are going to have some sort of robotic things that are going to be flipping burgers because if not all right $22 an hour mm -hmm. how much is your McDonald's hamburger going to be now oh I know and it's already gone up in price yeah so I mean we have to look at these things realistically right it's it can it's not sustainable right it's just like um I what was it on I turned on the tv this morning it was a news report I can't remember what it was on but there was this gentleman on there who, <clears throat> excuse me, he has um, very much to do with turkeys, okay? And he said that if you've already bought your turkey and it's sitting in the freezer, it probably was a good plan because turkeys this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Six dollars a pound. Yeah. Um, if you can get one. Right. For your turkey dinner. And I was like, I looked at the TV and I was like, six dollars a pound for turkey? And he said, you know, there'll probably be some specials out there. Um, but I'm thinking, I, well, I bet it's not walking into the local grocery store, and if you spend fifty dollars, you get your turkey for twenty nine cents a pound. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I actually saw turkeys at um, a Sprouts. You know, the fresh turkeys. Yeah. And I was going to get one that day, mm -hmm. but I didn't have anywhere to put it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang! I really almost compelled to get one of these. Mm -hmm. well, where am I going to put it? got no room. I don't even have room for a popsicle in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot that we've got going on right now. And, um, I like to look more towards the light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. instead of looking into more darkness. Right. But, um, it's, it's kind of difficult right now. And I'm not saying that the governor mm -hmm. did this because he's stupid. And that all of these politicians are doing this because they're inept and they're stupid and this and that, or because they're red or because they're blue. Mm -hmm. No, I believe, this is my personal belief, is that they're doing this because they've all got an agenda. Right. It's part of the agenda. Yeah. It's, it's part of the plan. Yeah. And it is not because they're stupid. It's, oh, no, they're not. Right. They're not stupid at all. Right. It's, it's like they want us to all to go to electric cars and, um, you know, all of a sudden the price of gasoline, it goes through the roof. Okay. And uh, home energy is through the roof and they want us to go um, solar. And it goes on and on and on. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's the agenda. It's, you know, to get what they want. And to change our society because you know somebody in it is going to make lots and lots and lots of money and oh yes they're going to um gain as far as their control their power house and so on and so forth and at the same time they're letting all of us know that we are not necessary because all of these jobs that can be done now mm -hmm. with AI. Mm -hmm. And even where my husband works, I told him, you know what? 
they don't need you guys there to do this. This can all be done mm-hmm. with AI. I was at the bank one day, this is a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I was talking to this thing on the screen that looked like a person, but I knew it was a bot, mm-hmm. and it even was able to speak with you know the proper inflection and mm-hmm. things like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is kind of creepy. Yeah. They don't have tellers. If you go to this bank up here, the mm-hmm. B of A, mm-hmm. it's empty. There are no tellers. There haven't been tellers in there mm-hmm. since 2019. Isn't that wild? But yet, you can do all your banking. I know. And if you want to speak to a real person, mm-hmm. well, you have to go on their website and make an appointment to meet someone there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty creepy. I know. I know. Um, the world has changed. Yeah. And it's changing very, very quickly now. I think of a song when I think of the world changing because mm-hmm. there's a there's a line in one of these songs that it's a pretty old song from the eighties and it says, Has the world changed or have I changed? Yeah. I believe it's both. Mm-hmm. Just like the same singer mm-hmm. says, is evil something you do or something you are? And then I think, well, I think you got to be kind of evil to do evil, but I don't know. Um, I think you can be drawn to evil and then you make a decision as to which path you're going to take. Let's face it also, mm-hmm. a lot of times, these things mm-hmm. that are evil or things that we shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. come in a very attractive package. Oh, extremely. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. wrapped up you know, with the most beautiful bow. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, how come the food that is not healthy tastes the best? Right. It's the same thing. Yes. Why is this stuff so attractive? Right. It's in disguise. Yeah. Just like they they talk about certain music and lyrics to certain songs and these catchy beats Mm -hmm. and how those catchy beats hide the lyrics and uh, other things a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. It's very attractive. Right. I know. I know. And... uh, I don't know. We're in a very um, strange place in society right now, I, I feel. And um, I just hope that my um, angels are all around me, watching out. Um, and everyone's, because it's a really crazy time. Yeah. And um, I feel like I've gotten stronger over the years. Um, with experience in life, I've grown a lot. And a lot of things that used to scare me, um, they really don't scare me any, any longer. And, and I'm speaking of things like, um, we've talked about like the night hag. Um, well, and, that first time is like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And, um, but it doesn't come around anymore. And I think that's the reason why is because I'm not scared of it anymore. There are other, uh, some other factors also, but um, we're going to have to get into that next time. 
because we're running out of time here. But uh, next time we're going to start with that. We're not going to start with current events and a little bit of theory that we like to talk about so well. Um, You guys have to understand, we go way back talking about the current events and how we were going to just solve all these problems. But a lot of that was wine talking. We, we're, yeah, we're drinking water these days, trying to be rational with our thoughts. But um, we will definitely have her back on as soon as she agrees to come back and walk with us through this strange paradiso. I want to thank all of you so much for joining me. And you can always contact me. Let me know how you like this show at maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Ciao.